0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture with Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with the wonderful, talented Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and me, Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect from 88.9 Reading Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got we got a few things. Not a whole lot this week, but some really cool things, though, including news about Hawaii. In their new space, we also have something about tipping in Wisconsin. You might not like what you hear when we get to this story. But again, it's a survey, so we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this. But we're going to kick it off with news about Belly's Bistro. Yeah. Belly's Bistro. Remember Belly's Bistro? They were located in the uh, former space of the French restaurant. Pastiche. 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 The little shuffling Bayview, Honey Pie moved away from their location to a new location. Right. And then Bellies took over their former spot of Honey Pie and they're now open. But they're doing it's a little bit
1: of musical chairs.
0: Yeah. They're doing something different than, the I guess, your typical go in the restaurant and get stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And this
0: is according to a story in a journal, Sentinel. They're basically, uh, uh, looks like they're open for dining in for uh, weekend dinners and weekend brunches for now. They will be doing takeout, hopefully sometime, according to Story, sometime next week. So starting tonight, they have dinners, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Three, re- you have to do reservations. There, there, there's, there's opening for the bar, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the reservations. So three slots for dining. Um, doo, 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 doo. It's 4, 7, and 10 Friday, Saturday, Sunday Um, So they call it an exclusive dining experience So you purchase a ticket I can't mention the price But you can purchase a ticket
1: And it gives you two hours, right? A two-hour two reservation Two-hour yeah.
0: reservation And for like this evening's reservation I don't know if they're full or not But like you have options of soups The soups include uh, lobster bisque or, or gumbo or chicken Caesar salad or summer salad or Greek salad or house salad. Mm-hmm. You also have a choice of appetizer, three cheese, lobster mac, buffalo shrimp, boneless wings, or I'm a traditionalist, bone-in wings. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have entrees. You have either a lobster pasta, vegetable pasta, roasted chicken, chicken and shrimp pasta, fried chicken, fried catfish, Garlic Parmesan lamb chops. They have a lot of options for entrees. Honey glazed salmon, a surf and turf, which is a 10-ounce premium black Angus ribeye with a lobster tail. Or they are more well-known for their flaming lobster, mm-hmm. which is a about an 8 to 10-ounce lobster tail topped with a savory drizzle of butter gravy. Interesting. And they, and then finally, you, if you just want some red meat, they got a porterhouse, 18-ounce porterhouse. And you have some sides um, and desserts. Some desserts include strawberry cheesecake, double chocolate cake, caramel cake, Oreo cake. So they're doing this kind of dining experience every weekend. And then they also have the brunch experience, which is Sundays. And those times are 10 a.m. and 12 at noon. And includes, for the ticket price, uh, a buffet brunch and a bottomless mimosas, which I can see you're smiling right there. And yeah, like, oh, just yeah. give me the IV. I don't want to, just give me a oh, glass of the IV. I just, I can see with the IV. With really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't. Anyway. But yeah, you get a brunch and the desserts included with the price for the brunch. So
1: yeah,
0: um, that's uh, according to Journal Sentinel. Belly's Beast Show starts the, this. They were open actually for Mother's Day, but their this dinner thing is going. So definitely pretty cool stuff here. I really, black owned restaurant, by the way, as well.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see what they're going to be doing in that space. And I'm, I'm happy that they moved. I was wondering what was going to move into the old honey pie. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, I don't know. I really like that space.
0: You just heard our conversation about the newly relocated an open bellies bistro in the former space of Honey Pie and Bayview. To hear the rest of the conversation, head over to our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash bites. Do you remember the last time you fell down a musical rabbit hole? You heard a great song that led you to a great album, which led you to falling in love with a new artist, which introduced you to a whole new genre of music. Just like you, our DJ's curiosity for music never stops. That's why you listen to Radio Milwaukee, and it's a great reason to give. Support your home for music discovery at radiomilwaukee.org slash donate. We're back on This Bites. The wonderful talent, food writer, critic for Milwaukee Magazine, and Chris Tariq Moody here with you. Continue our conversation about another restaurant that closed down to move to a new location. That's been happening a lot throughout the city during the last month. We had Bavette move. Um, now duck, odd duck move, and now uh, Hawaii recently closed their old spot and reopened right next door. Kind of next door, kind of it's pretty much next door. Let's
1: the old Sven's
0: old Sven's space, and it looks kind of cool. gonna walk has some pictures, they have like this cool little bar and really airy kind of space. I kind of like the vibe in there, kind of modern take. Of course, if you're not familiar with Hawaii. They serve uh, Vietnamese cuisine. They really do a great job on uh, Vietnamese cuisine. So they're open. Um, the new space, the hours will be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. The base of the menu is pretty much the, the same. There's no. They didn't mention any kind of changes to the menu yet. Uh, but upstairs, uh, if you want, there are Airbnb-style apartments for short-term rentals. So if you want to Get your Vietnamese fix anytime you want. <laughs> you can rent your apartment upstairs, <laughs> which I can see. Uh, if I had that kind of money, I'd probably do something like that. I'm like, I want to just have Vietnamese for a whole month. Let me go rent an apartment so I don't have to go far. There you go. <laughs> so that's happening. Um, real quick, over in urban Milwaukee, there's a cafe planned for the south side called Sunshine Cafe. Not much details about it about the menu, but it's going to be like traditional American breakfast, lunch, soups, and salads. Uh, it will be uh, located at 831 South Caesar Chavez Drive in the Clark Square neighborhood. Um, no t- idea of the timing of this, but uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. Let me kick it. We're going to close out with a interesting topic, controversial topic for some, tipping, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the whole idea of tipping is weird. You go to Europe, In most other countries, there's no tipping because people are Mm -hmm. paid a decent freaking wage, right? Yeah. But there was a survey. You know, you you take the survey with a grain of salt. But uh, I I thought we discussed tipping and like the history of tipping. Some people don't know the history of tipping. We'll get into that. And probably once you hear the history, it probably means we probably should get rid of the whole concept of tipping and pay people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, this. Survey thing website is uh, U.S. states with the best and worst tippers. So, where do you think Wisconsin falls? Ann,
1: you know, I have this funny feeling, Tariq, that Wisconsin does not fare very well on that oh, list.
0: I don't think highly Wisconsin
1: that we're basically
0: cheapskates. cheapskates. You, according to this survey, we are cheapskates, yeah, we are the worst. The bottom five of worst tippers. Uh-huh. This also includes other states like what you think California would be good tippers. They're not, maybe because it's so expensive to live there. <laughs> Oregon, Idaho, Maryland, and Wisconsin are in the, the least. So basically, percentage of residents who tip 15% or less Wisconsin is 50%, Maryland is 50%, Idaho is 50%, but California is number one. At 74% of the population, according to the survey, tips 15% or less. I have never tipped 15% or less. I mean, I have for like carryout. Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah. you know, that's not really service. I still tip on carryout. I just don't tip. Oh, I yeah. do too. Yeah. Um, the states that tip the most, according to survey, who do you think? One state I'm surprised by. Oh,
1: one, isn't one of them Ohio?
0: Ohio. But I'm surprised Which about is- Alabama.
1: Oh. Alabama okay I didn't really okay. like
0: I thought they'd be on the other side I just didn't think of Alabama mm-hmm. as a a high temper state I don't know
1: well I honestly was surprised that California isn't higher
0: I think because it's so expensive to live there <laughs> yeah <that could laughs> like, be. Know, that everything's could be. so expensive you know I don't know um New Hampshire Ohio New Hampshire top the list Ohio North Carolina Alabama and Iowa oh interesting so this is a survey. Take it with a grain of salt. But I want to talk to you about the history of tipping. Yeah. It's an American thing that has roots in slavery. You know that.
1: You know, and I didn't know that until you just told me. Yeah. And so basically, yeah. It's heinous.
0: Yeah. So basically slavery ended. Basically people didn't want to pay black people. So they created the thing, the tipping for, for former slaves in, in positions. So they not want to pay them a, a wage. Um, so they had to really apparently work, so if you didn't like them or your are racist, you didn't tip them, so that's how they made it, and it stayed in the hospitality mm-hmm. industry to this day. So it has roots of in, in slavery, so when you hear this, you're probably thinking like, we need to get rid of tipping. Yeah, we do. We need to start paying people living wages. you know. Um, I know some restaurants since the pandemic has started including gratuity. I feel like, don't even include it, just don't even put it on there, just, this is it we pay a living wage. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we need to have it anymore. The word.
1: I know. There. I agree. You know, it it has a horrible, well, horrible history. And Cause, you,
0: know, you get somebody is like, you get a jerk that goes in there and is like, Oh, my water had ice, didn't have I X for ice. I didn't get ice in it. And they forgot. And they don't get a tip because of the water. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. That's some messed up stuff. And people do that. Right. I know. Um, so I think, I think we need to just do what Europeans does and Japan does and like, mm, get yeah. it out of here. Get it out of here. And I agree. Pay people, pay people right. You know? Yeah. So we'll post a link to that survey. You can take it or leave it with a grain of salt. Um,
1: it's really interesting. I mean, you know, they often say that single women are are um, cheap tippers. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I am not. a am someone that, believes. You're single? Well, oh maybe God, I am. Maybe I am, but I, no, but I was going to say, I always tip 20% at least, you know, and I, and then there, you know, um, you know, I remember when, you know, my parents were around and, you know, they would tip probably 15%, but I think.
0: 15% was, was, a that was that traditional. Yeah. That was traditional probably up until I feel like 2015, 2012, it started to go up to 18%. And then now it's 18 to 20%. Yeah. It's the standard now. 15% is rare. But people, I think people, maybe older people feel like tipping 15% is still the same. Yeah, I think that's right. Take a little off the tip, right? Is that what they say? Tip top? I don't know. Tipsy topsy. Maybe because Wisconsin, they get tipsy. And that's why they don't tip as much.
1: Yeah, no. See what I did there? See what I did there? I, I get seat? it. See what I, did I there? think that's very clever, Tariq. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no, clever.
0: Maybe you're drunk. I feel like if you're drunk. You probably would tip more, right? Who knows? You don't know what you're doing. Unless you're in a bad, unless you're an angry drunk, you probably tip less. But if you're in a jovial mood and having fun, and yeah, you tip
1: more. You're that like, oh, I'm going to tip more. And
0: like, yeah. I don't know. I think you know drinking does affect your tipping and your mood. Yeah. Maybe well, I don't. I don't know. But it should get. It should get rid of it. Because if you get rid of it, it doesn't really matter. One hundred percent. Yeah. Alabama. That's that's still a shock for me. I just <laughs> I thought Alabamians would be cheap, cheap, cheap. But hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up this week's edition of This Spice. This Spice is produced by Kenny Perez with generosity from our members.
1: Kenny, we love him.
0: Sorry. And to subscribe, don't forget to listen to this bites on your favorite podcast player like Apple, Google, Spotify, or NPR. Please remember feedback is important. And as always, stay hungry and keep the malheur cold. Have a great weekend. And
1: you too.